This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yeah, it is the High Hopes Podcast presented by Miller Lite. We love you, Miller Lite. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Lite is the single wonderful thing that I have in my life when it comes to the Philadelphia Phillies. Cause other than that, Jack, I gotta be honest with you. Like, and I don't say this lightly. Okay. This is not just a, Oh, I'm angry or whatever. This is a, I, I honestly mean this. I hate this team, Jack. I hate them. I, y- yesterday was the first time Jack and, and it's, you know, it's the Sunday Memorial day weekend, you know, you know, like, I do a show on Saturdays. It's rare that I get a, a day off that's not a Sunday. Like, it was really nice to have, like, a Saturday type of day where I had nothing to do, and I'm loving the day, and I'm I'm waiting for baseball. And, Jack, honestly, it was the first time all season where I, I like, I have, like, not been, like, super excited about games because they're annoying me. Last night, I actually dreaded having to watch it. But the day was so nice. I was having such a lovely day, and I was like, man, like, I got to watch the Phillies tonight. Like, that sucks. And that was the first time I felt that all season. And then, of course, they deliver on that feeling in full force, Jack. Um, where you at, buddy? I'm, I'm like, man, I mean, fire Joe Girardi, obviously. Like, whatever. Like, it's like, whatever. Like, I'm just, I'm, I am beat the bleep down right now, Jack. I hate this team. Yeah, and I, uh, I literally, you ever have one of those moments where you feel bad for yourself? You know? <laughs> no, you ever, but I like that. That's good. You were just like, oh, poor just, Jack. He's really this is this is tough <laughs> stuff for Jack right here. Well, no, it's just like <laughs> yesterday I was at a, a family get together and it was like seven. All right, it was like seven thirty ish, and like I was getting notifications on my phone, but like someone was watching something on the TV. But I was still in my head. I was like, I need them to get off the TV so I can watch the Phillies. <laughs> and then I sat there and I was like, What am I doing? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I'm, I should be at this family party having a good time, hanging out with family, and and having many a Miller lights. But um, there I was, like a like a true sucker, sitting down uh, by myself watching my baseball team, and. Um, you know, got home and honestly, like, you know, it's bad, right? Like, like Cassiano's with the home run. I was like, I was like excited, but it was like, cool. I mean, cool moment. We but, all know what's going to happen. Neighbor, yeah. neighbor then, Dan like, texted me. He's like, they're going to lose this game. And I was like, yeah, they're, they're definitely going to lose this game. I honestly, Jack, I was excited about the Cassiano's Homer, not because I thought they would win the game. I was excited because it was Cassiano's. So I was like, all right, maybe he's getting going a little bit. That's cool. Like that was, it wasn't my oh we'll win the game. It was like, oh nice to see Castellanos hit one. Cool. That was well yeah, game. and you know it's bad because when when um uh the plumber hit the home run in the ninth, I like didn't even I wasn't even mad. No. I was just like I was like, of I was course like, it's ah, some okay, dude I've never heard of named Nick Plummer. Of course yeah. it is. Like, yes, yes it is. Nick I almost cursed. Nick bleeping plumber, Jack. Yeah, he's the new uh, uh, Hernandez on the on the Nationals, like, like no one's ever heard of, and then hits a hits a back breaking home run. So, um, yeah, it was classic. It, it honestly just a, <laughs> it was so classic. It was classic. Like anyone <laughs> that predicted like, any like like anyone that pre- anyone that thought they were going to win that game after Cassiano's home run has not been a Phillies fan. I know. For a long time. I know. I know. Like frankly, um, 
But yeah, it's just been a uh, it's been a debilitating weekend and a week really. I, let's be honest. Like really, like I know they split the Braves series, but like the way they lost those two games, and we talked about it and stuff. But it's just been, I mean, it's been a really rough stretch, especially when you take the home stand against the Dodgers and Padres. They're losing five of six. They're like basically since that West Coast trip, it's been almost all bad. Yeah, it, it has been and. Like this weekend, honestly, for most of the year, I was like, the, the Mets are fine. The Mets, the Mets have just a, a a different feel to them. Like they just they do, and they they score in different ways. They are not a classic modern day offense where it's three outcomes. It's it's a lot of balls in play and and not striking out. And I don't like what, what makes it so frustrating, James, for me is that the Mets also have a bunch of outside talent brought in. Like they brought in Scherz, they brought in Bassett, they brought in Carrasco, they brought in Lindor, they brought in Marte and, 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 uh, and even, even Escobar. the role. Yeah. Like Escobar and Kana and like even the role guys, like there are a bunch of guys from the outside there. So what makes it so annoying is because all we hear at the Phillies is, well, you know, they're all brought from the outside. They're mercenaries brought in here to, to kind of create a culture. Well, so are the Mets for the most part. I mean, I, I know Alonzo. I know he's important, and, and he's still the most annoying player in baseball, and him mic'd up last night was just awful. Um, but, like, you're telling me that Alonzo, McNeil, Nimmo, like, like that's, the, that's the winning core J.D. Davis who doesn't even play anymore. So, like, the Mets have also brought in a ton of outside talent and been, been tasked with, with really kind of building point, a Jack. culture – well, yeah, it's like building a culture on the fly. No, so, yeah, I didn't, like, what, I didn't think about it. It's a really good point by you. So what makes them different? Is it is it they brought in Scherzer? Is it they brought in contact guys? Is, they brought, is it Showalter? Like, is it Showalter? But also, I mean, it's not like they brought in classic winner. I mean, I think Scherzer's a winner. Um, and Lindor but, is. I think, you know, they've, he won a lot of games in Cleveland. Um, you know. Yeah, and Lindor definitely has, like, an infectious personality, and he's like he's a, a, a notorious team leader. So right. I, think, I think those two are winners. But other than that, like – Marte, I don't think he's really won anywhere. Bassett hasn't really won anywhere. You know, Kanye's been out in Oakland. I guess they know how to win to, for, in their standards. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just interesting because the Mets have been, basically been built very similar to the Phillies. It's just like they have jump started this thing, and they're they're on their their way to to running away with the NL East. And it's just we're sitting here again watching what we know is talented players. Not getting the job done, and I'm not even mad. <laughs> like Girardi should be fired. I, I get it. I just think there's there's just so much more than just Girardi. Same thing that was like with Gabe, and I I, I don't know how you fix it. I, I really don't, James. Unless unless Dombrowski does like a big shakeup trade at the deadline, I, I don't I don't know what really jumpstarts this team. You can fire the manager, but it's there's more than just Girardi wrong with this team. Right yeah, now. it really does. Like you know, I keep going back to you doing the whole or curse thing and me poo-pooing and all that. And ever since then, honestly, I, I, every day just feels more like, you know what? I think we're just cursed. Like, I, I don't know what else makes sense. Like I agree with you. I think Girardi's a horrible baseball manager. I think he doesn't want to be here. I think the vibe that he permeates through this clubhouse is one of not giving a bleep of we'll get him tomorrow. It doesn't matter. We talked about it all. Like, I think the guy sucks and I think you can only get better by getting rid of him. 
But I agree, this feels rotten to the core, Jack. Like, this whole bleeping thing feels rotten to the core. Nick Cassiano's bats like 309 with 32 homers last year and is a pure stud. Comes here, starts hot, and then all of a sudden falls apart. Kyle Schwarber can't hit a baseball as soon as he signs a $79 million contract here. Like, it is un- it's astounding. It is astounding how players come here to die. Like, if you want your career to fall apart, become a Philly. Because all of a sudden, you're going to inexplicably forget how to do what you do. It's unbelievable, Jack. You're right. Like, the Mets are a bunch of mercenary parts, or at least a lot of mercenary parts that are put together and are finding ways to put those pieces together and be successful. And this Phillies team just is, like, so underachieving. Like, to such an extreme level of underachievement. And to your point, Jack, like, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Like, I, I think you fired Girardi, and I saw someone on Twitter. I wish I could remember who it was. It might have been um, Fransky in L.A. I can't remember, but someone on Twitter was like, there's no way they're firing Girardi with Gabe in town. And I was like, great point. Like, I should have thought about that. There's a 0% chance they will fire Girardi with Gabe in town. But, like, Thursday, assuming they lose this series, I think there's a real chance Thursday it happens. It's an off day, whatever. Like, But, like, at a certain point, if nothing else, you just do it because – why the hell not? Like, what else are you going to do that could maybe light a fuse, that could maybe spur something in this team? But I agree with you. Like, it, it just doesn't feel like this group has it, especially when you watch them go up against a group like the Mets, that that it just feels different. I mean, look, they lost Scherzer and DeGrom, and they're still just trugging along winning games. That'd be like if the Phillies lost Nolan Wheeler, and it's like, yeah, no problem. We'd be cooked if they lost. Like, we're already cooked, it feels like, and the only thing that's carrying us is our starting pitching and those two guys. Like, so, you know, it's just, it really, I, I'm with you, man. Like, I, look, they're not out of the wild card. I think the division, like, you know, it's almost June 1st. I think we can, you know, you, you know it's not officially over, but I, I, I feel pretty confident saying the Phillies are not winning the National League East this year. But, you know, the wild card's still out there, but it just, I, I don't know what you could see in this team right now that, that would make you be like, yeah, let's, let's go make the playoffs. Like, I just, they, they, they look like a despondent bunch. Well, yeah, and, and honestly, I've kind of been in the – I feel like I've been in the prove to me that you're good rather than me believing you're good mindset for a little bit now where it's like I'm just sick and tired of, of having to do the whole like blind, put on the blinders and no, they're going to be fine. Like I, I don't know if they're going to be fine. So, But I, I think to – you know, I thought it was interesting. We talk about our perception of this team and we talk about like <laughs> like watching other baseball teams look like they're having fun out there. And I thought it was interesting because Alex Coffey, the, the, the inquiry writer, had talked to like the, the parents or whatever, I guess, of some of the players. And even they were like, yeah, I don't get why they don't look like they're having fun. Yeah. Like this, this, is what she, this is what she wrote. Uh, Last Thursday night, Kyle Gibson's parents were watching the Phillies game on television as they normally do. Aaron Nola was on the mound throwing well, but Gibson's mother noticed something was off. When you guys took the field, you didn't look too excited, she told her son a few days later. What's going on? Gibson shared the observation with a few teammates and realized that he was not alone. Cassianos had a family member who said the same thing. Why does it not look like we're having fun? Like, awesome. Great. Love to hear that. <laughs> like, like, love to... Like, even the parents are like, seriously? Like, what's going on? So... Which, I, which I, does say something because you watch your kids play baseball their whole lives and you know that like it's a kid's game and it should be super fun and the reason they do it is because it's super fun and you've seen your kid have fun doing this their whole lives. Like I'm sure that stands out for a parent more than, than other people even. You know what I mean? Like you notice that stuff. And that is like incredibly alarming, Jack. It's, it's insane. And, and it would 
the eye test backs it up. It just it looks like they're not having any fun, like any fun at all going to the ballpark. And I thought it was interesting. Uh, like Heyman wrote a whole piece because now the Phillies are like the talk of baseball and how disappointing they are. So of course all these pieces have to come out. I mean, as they should be. They it yeah. deserved. Look, they went over fun. the tax. This is a big off season. They brought in two of the biggest guys on the market. Like they deserve it. Like they deserve to get skewered nationally. That is correct. Sorry, it is what it is. Deserve. But he had a he had a National League uh, scout on, I guess, and the scout was like, "Yeah, I don't know if Girardi's the right kind of manager for that team." With, with, <laughs> Thanks, well, pal. No, but he, but his point was interesting. He was like, uh, "It's a star laden team, and he might be like too much of a hard ass in a way." So, like, I just wonder if maybe this could be one of the reasons why you move on from Girardi. Is that like no one really likes playing for him, and like he's so such like a stickler and so. In- I guess intense, but he also looks like he doesn't want to be there. So yeah, it's, weird. Uh, it's such a weird thing to say because you say that, and uh, it's like he's an intense manager. It's like uh, the guy looks like he's not even paying attention to the game eighty percent of the time he's out there. Uh, so, and it certainly doesn't feel like there's any fire or any. I mean, again, like the the constant feeling of uh, you know, there's another game tomorrow. Like it's just so I, I can't get out of my head, Jack. The last pod we did, I thought you you summed it up so perfectly when talking about what you thought Gabe learned here about. You know, and then going out to San Francisco and just trying to win every pitch, every inning, every at bat, every game, as opposed to this, like, ah, you know, it's early. You know, the whole philosophy. And I really think that it just, it's a Phillies thing, maybe. Like, because I'm blaming Girardi, but it feels like a Phillies thing. Regardless, uh, you know, whatever it is, Girardi's not the answer. I think that's pretty clear. He doesn't want to be here. This team doesn't want him here. If nothing else, even if it's not his fault, and I do, we've both talked many times about how we think how culpable he is in this team's mindset, in the, you know, tactical decisions, all that stuff. But even if he weren't, like, you fire the manager in this spot, no matter what, anyway. Because, like, you got to do something, right? We're not firing 26 baseball players. Like, you have to do something. Like, you may as well take a shot with a shakeup with a manager and see what happens. So, like, it's almost like a why not fire Girardi at this point, especially in the situation we talked about many times with the last year of the deal and the not Dombrowski's guy and all that. But, I mean, even outside of that, to your point, Jack, like, it does feel like as much as I think Girardi holds a lot of blame for the vibe of this team and the you know and specific games lost because of his decisions I'm starting to get to the point with you where it does start to feel like it's like I don't even know if a manager change matters that much at this point like it's so rotten there well it didn't matter with Gabe I mean I mean they they fired Gabe which is fine like I thought I thought at the time it made sense but not in uh, season you know like in season you can sometimes get a jolt was more the point I was trying to make you know yeah, yeah. So, and it really is the last resort. It's really the listen. You're not unless you're unless you're trading one of the pieces you brought in this offseason, or you're trading JT or Reese or or one of those kind of uh, culture changing moves. It's really the only thing you can do. It's just, and and honestly, I hope it it gives them a spark. I hope it gets them going. I hope it's you know the the okay, wake up call that you need. But I, nothing's been a wake up call. Like, like nothing has been a wake-up call. Losing in heartbreaking fashion hasn't been a wake-up call. Like, <laughs> over and like, over and over and over and over again. It's a, uh, like, I can't believe they lost like that last night. It was like nothing. It was like nothing. I felt nothing, Jack. They, I mean, they, they blew two leads in a week, or blew, blew two saves in a week, which is like what, just another another week for, for this baseball team. But it's like 
nothing has been nothing has given them a spark like even they, they they got a gift last sunday against the dodgers like that's supposed to be something that you can rat like like the braves would have rallied behind that like like the these teams that that know how to win would rally behind what happened last sunday and use it as positive momentum but it seems like it's just every day it's like oh here we are at the ballpark again like there and- is no positive momentum ever ever with this team Right? Like, how many times have we had this conversation, Jack, where it's like, this is the thing. They're going to latch onto it, and it's going to propel them forward. Like, it's never happened. Not once, man. Like, in, in all these years we've been doing this, like, they never have a moment and react to it in a positive way that propels them forward. Like, it never happens. It's crazy. No. And and I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a ma- manager can, that can do that. I, I don't know that. And I don't know. if I, I just think that. You move on from him now. You, you hope that it jumpstarts the team. And if it doesn't, then you know you got a, a culture problem. And you can address that in the offseason when we get there. But, you know, maybe maybe just move on from the manager to see if it sparks anything. See if it gives us – I mean, he's on a last year of a deal. He is a lame duck manager. It's not like you're really – if you were super interested in having Joe Girardi here long term, then you would sign into a, a, a BS contract yep. extension like they did with Pete McCannon. So they're clearly not interested in that. But at least if you fire him, then you can yeah you can see what these guys are like. You can see if another manager sparks him. You can see if it's a younger guy. You can see if a like an old school guy. You know they do have options whether whether it's Leland or Bochi or they can stick with Dusty Wathen or a younger guy or bring Sam Fold down from the from the front office and 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 see if there's something that can kind of spark this team because if another manager can't spark this team, then it's got to be a player's issue. And then you got to figure it out from there. Um, so it's a, it's a really tough spot to be in. It's one of those, like, it's, it's just frustrating when you see all these other teams are able to do it and do it well. And it's like, Oh, there, that's what it's supposed to look like. You know, like we've seen other teams have momentum changing wins and then they go on a bit of a run and we, we know that's how it's supposed to work in baseball. Um, but then we watch this team every night and it's like, well, guess we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, it is really, it is pretty crazy. I wish, um, I would be really interested to see a breakdown and I'm not, you know, I can't, uh, I'm not a savant when it comes to baseball reference or, you know, breaking this heavy down, but I would be fascinated to know in terms of win streaks, how lo- I, we know the eight game win streak is the only one since 2012. Cause we talked forever about that, you know, Oh, they haven't won more than four games or whatever it was for, for however many years, like those crazy numbers we used to talk about all the time. Like, I'll bet you they are on the low, 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 low end in terms of major league baseball, in terms of win streaks, um, you know, in terms of sustained winning, in terms of, you know, going on runs or whatever over the last five years or whatever. Like they are absolutely at the bottom of that list because it it just never happens, Jag. It never happens. Like this team never, ever just gets on a run. Like, and it's not even just the, like, you know, that one eight game win streak that we can point to as this, like, beacon of they actually did something once like but it's it's not just that it's not you know they don't win four in a row even that often or five in a row ever or whatever it's they don't go on like the 10 of 12s or the you know they've won 11 of their last 15 like it's, they don't even do that like it is so that tweet that came out before the quarter bowl and obviously now it's below that because they're now like six games below and that was like they were three or whatever what it happened but that tweet about them being whatever like 10 and 10 and 25 and 25 and 100 and 100 in the last 200 games or whatever it's like it's just so dead on like this team is like the definition of just like a bleeping straight line and that straight line is right down the middle of the standings right down the mediocre line like they just are so and right now they're worse than that like don't get me wrong I don't want to you know give them more credit than they deserve they're bad right now 
but but it is it is astounding, Jack, how they're they're just pure inability to ever, 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 ever string a couple good months together. Like even a couple good months, Jack. It's crazy. <laughs> welcome to welcome to our lives, man. I like it's just, it, it, and selfishly, for our sakes, it would be great. Um, but instead, it seems like every year, James, we just log on to this podcast and wallow in our own misery. Yeah, we're like the uh, team. It's like every year. It's the same bleeping thing. We, we finish yeah, but out. We, but we, when we do this podcast, we come in as winners. Yeah, like we, we are, bring it. We're like a 108-win yeah. podcast playing with an 81-win baseball team. It's, this is- I agree. Like we are, we are a World Series caliber podcast, yes. and we have a barely 500 baseball team every single year. Like What, what gives? Like I, I, I frankly, I don't, I don't know. It's outrageous. What I mean, Miller Lite sees the value of us. If only the Phillies could. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And now, if Miller Lite, you know, like as they, you know, they would be getting even better return on investment if, if this baseball team could, could get out of their own way a little bit. So yes. By the way, June 11th coming out with us. Diamondbacks. Yes. So speaking of wallowing win. in our own misery, yeah, let's do out. it let's all do together. It together. 405. We'll have some information this week for sure on how you can get tickets. Avett Brothers are playing that night. Avett Brothers, better than the Phillies, pretty much anything is these days. We could all hang out together. That'll be fun, Jack, right? If you're trying to find a positive with the Phillies, it's us. We are the positive with the Phillies. I agree. Um, So, listen, as we've said sadly far too many times in this podcast, James, if we can't go through it alone, it's better to go through it together. So true. So true. You know, and, and honestly, like... We're going to continue to do the podcast. We're going to love doing the podcast because I love talking to my friend James. Um, and we're going to try to keep the good vibes going. I don't want to come on every week and just be down. But it's just like, I don't know what to do anymore. I, I really don't. Like, I-, I carve out a lot of time to to watch and invest in this baseball team. And it's because I love it. Like, it's not, I'm not complaining. Like, it's not something that I don't love to do. Like, I would want to do it anyway. It's just like... I just feel like I'm just wasting so much of like, <laughs> but but I just keep, you know, you know, you know, what's sad, James. I keep saying to myself, like when they win, it's going to be worth it. And I just feel like, you know, I, you know, what's bad is I was listening to Ray yesterday. Uh, the great Ray Didinger retired over the weekend. And just like hearing about the years and years of like pain Philly sports is oh, like I know. brought him. I know. And then I started thinking like about my own, like let's say 50 years from now, we're doing a uh, high, high oh, hopes buddy. retirement tour. Uh, well, I mean, you'd be 90. So <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Wow. You're going to be 90 in 50 years. Yeah, thanks, that's buddy. Crazy. That's great. It's wow. great. It's wow. good. This took a See turn. This took a turn. Um. No, but it's just like I didn't think this spot like, could get more depressing. Somehow you found a way, so thank you. It's good. It's just what I needed. You're still gonna be producing Joe and John. Yeah, just what I needed right there. This yeah. is really. The- um. Anyway, let's turn this. Are we back done around. yet? Are we done yet? I'm gonna go eat no. with my family soon. So yeah. <laughs> no. Let's do something no, worthwhile like, um, with life instead of watch and talk about the stupid Phillies. No, they're great. Anyway, um. No, it's just like you, you think about the the, the future, your, your possible next fifty years, and it's like, well, I guess just give me one more. I don't know, mm-hmm. like, a, you know, I, I don't know. Well, Jack, <sighs> I mean, think about it. Like, I I tweeted this last night. Like, do, the Phillies, the Phillies could lose their next one thousand one hundred and eighty-two games straight. 
and still be under 500 as a franchise. That is seven plus years. That is Jack. They could not lose a baseball game until the year 2029 and still be under 500 as a franchise. I mean, that's us. That's what we got, man. That that's our squad. And I again, I don't get what we did to deserve this. Like the Phillies have one more win than the Orioles, James. They have yeah, one more win than the freaking Orioles. Like we the Orioles stink. Yeah, the Orioles are like, horrible. <laughs> but I mean, at least they look like they play hard. I don't know. I can't. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This don't is know. This I mean, is like, really sad. This is a sad one. Right. This is a it's sad one. A, it, listen, listen. It's gonna be okay. Life will move on. I just don't know if the baseball team is gonna be a part of our summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miller Light will be. Yeah. Miller Light's gonna be yeah, a heavy. There's like, gonna be a lot of Miller Light talk on this pod. Get ready. That's my prediction. Yes. Listen. Yeah. And and honestly, every time someone. Sends me a photo of them drinking Miller Lite, saying it's Miller time to watch a sweep or Miller yeah, time to. Yeah, see, make- this was our mistake with the bit. It should have been. <laughs> it should have been Miller Lite for a loss. We would have gotten them a lot more pop. Yes. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> hey, would have been hey. the smart one. Crack a Miller Lite when they lose. We'd all be getting wasted. Yeah, Donovan <laughs> Chestpad. That's on me. I thought this team maybe had a had a pulse, but. Looks like they don't. So um, just a disheartening weekend. And Gabe's oh in town this week. god, this is so depressing. Um, this <laughs> is a, it's really. I don't. I really don't much love. I'm really not kidding. I'm going. To, I'm going out to the diner with Zoe and Emily. It sounds so much better than. But I do love talking to you. You're my salvation when it comes to Phillies, Jack. Honestly, everything else, I would just. Uh, I wouldn't do this if it weren't for you. I hate this team right now. I actually hate. I really dreaded watching. Like I, I'm dreading 405 today. Like you're, I like you know your tweets of like, oh, just gotta get me to 705. You gotta get me to 405. Like I'm like the opposite of that right now. Like I am actively dreading having to watch this team. Like I don't want to watch them play baseball. It's very sad, Jack. I'm in a, I'm well, in a, I'm in a bad we, spot. At least we might have a new. I'm gonna there. end the pod whenever we get there because we're about to do take bag and stuff because I'm, I'm cooked. I'm going to end the bat. I, I get ready for this. This is a tease. I'm going to end the pod with maybe the meanest thing I've ever said about the Phillies to the Phillies on this podcast. So stay, stay tuned for that. It's coming. All right. Well, don't make it too personal. It's not. Don't you'll get it when I do it. It's, oh, it's more right. like a, I'm not going to be like bleep the Phillies or anything. You know, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. You'll All see. Right. Well, you'll get at it. least. At least they'll probably have a new center fielder today, so that'd be fun. Yeah, cool. Um, okay. Uh, yes, yes. Thank you. The maybe. one positive vibes. There we go. That's what we need. Get, why not, baby? Why not? All right. Uh, take bag it up, Fritzy, because uh, I'm going to go eat breakfast soon. I know. Um, I think you felt this. I think I felt this last night, but it seems like the Castellanos kind of writing himself that little run. You know, uh, it seems like it's coming. I uh, had. A home run last night, his first in a, a while. Um, I think the first since I got pulled over in April. So um, good to see Cassiano's back. And I, he his swing looks better. Like he just – a week ago, I was like, it looks like all defensive swings from Cassiano's. And I know Cassiano's. Like I've, I've watched him hit for years. And he is an aggressive, like – trying to hit home runs almost all the time and he was taking very conservative uh hacks so um i think this 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 castellanos hot streak at least will be fun to watch for a little bit here um what do you think about sir anthony at closer i mean i I, why not at this point man why not at this point i mean canable is clearly just in his head a bit and and doesn't have it right now and sir anthony looks great so yes sure yeah it's just annoying because 
I like having out. him. Yeah, I like having him as a someone you could put into the most important spots in the game and not have him set in that role. But I mean, like, I mean, it's getting to the point where I don't trust Knable, and that that sucks. Yeah, because he he's a good pitcher, and this I is know. a classic Phillies like they they get a guy who's good, and he turns out to not be that good. I but know. He's gonna it's leave so here and be nasty again. It's so, so frustrating, man. It's but so I, if frustrating. they if they if they swapped. I mean, if they swapped Knable and Strand in these roles, I, I don't think that's the worst idea in the world. You know, I think Knable actually has a lot of value because he, well, he should have value doing what Sir Anthony does, and maybe that's just what he's better suited for. And Sir Anthony looks great. So um, I tell you what, Sir Anthony being back to being Sir Anthony has been one of the uh, the highlights of the season the so far. Few, few highlights. Yeah. Yes. And concur. and if he if I guess he had arm fatigue earlier this week, so um, you know at, at least they could put Knable back there, but. Either way, um, maybe Sir Anthony at the closer try that out for a little bit. Uh, the little things are starting to add up on this on this team. Like, you know, um, what was it? Freaking Friday night, like the the Mets just hit shallow fly balls to right field, and Cassianos couldn't throw anyone out. Like, if Bryce is out there, that's a a different ball game. I mean, the Stott play in the first inning on Friday night, it's like, okay, awesome, great, love to see that. Um, so like, it, for the first time. Really, all year, like the defense has kind of held up. I mean, there's been little moments where it's where it's faltered, um, but it's really starting to add up now. And it seems like every night there's like, I mean, Odubel and Schwarber. Oh my god! How many bad news bears moments have we had just like the last two weeks? Well, I mean, nothing. I don't know if anything will ever top what happened in in Atlanta. The Odubel ball go. Yeah, I mean, that was just so bad. So and 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 the night before the the you know uh, Nick Nelson fly ball with the three of those guys kind of ball dropping right between them. Like just too many of those types of things. Like way too many. Well, and and that's not what winning teams do. Exactly. Exactly. Very simply. Yeah. That's not that's not what winners do. So, um, yeah, it's just it, maybe a little bit more attention to detail. Like, <laughs> figure out the defensive stuff. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you, you're paid a lot of money to be here. Work on it. Figure it out. And you know, let's let's maybe win some ball games. Um, uh, that's really all I have. I mean, uh, you know, I don't blame I you. Had, There's not much. Well, else I brought I brought up most of the stuff earlier. Um, I. I yeah, I got I got nothing. But I do have a quick fun little top five before we let As you make say, it. Here, I will before I make my mean I do have three quick things and my mean thing I'm gonna say for the very end. Three quick things. The minor league player, the the housing stuff, like what are we doing, guys? Like what are we doing? Like as an organization, can we just be better? Can can the Phillies please be better with this stuff? Please, the only team in major league baseball please, that doesn't do this for players. Can we just awesome. can we just like you wonder why we're the losingest franchise in the history of sports. You wonder why we consistently struggle with drafting and developing. Like it's everything. It's all of it. Like it's just one part of the whole thing. Like treat them right. Like, Oh my God. Oh my God, dude. Um, quick. Um, I tweeted, uh, and I quote to you last night with the, the 1,182 straight game thing. But, but, uh, I meant to bring this up last pod and I forgot, but just, I tweeted out after, you know, a week ago, whatever, I think it was during the Dodgers series, wherever, like the Phillies are the most frustrating team in the history of sports to root for or something to it. And I just like to, to give a quick shout out to all the adorable people who said, uh, have you heard of the Sixers? Don't, don't you know the Sixers? Like adorable. All right, guys, like very sweet. It's very sweet. But like, get get the belief out of here. All right. Like, uh, yes, the Sixers for the last decade have been pretty frustrating. I'm with you. I'm a Sixers fan. I've never seen them win a championship. I get it. It's pretty frustrating. They're not even in the hemisphere of the Phillies. They're not even like uh, sniffing the Phillies jockstrap when it comes to most frustrating franchise. So 
Thank you very much. And then last thing, and Jack, this is on both of us because this is your fault and it's my fault. And I meant to bring this up like a week and a half ago whenever it happened, two weeks ago, whatever. And it was because we didn't do one close to right after, but still, I will take the L. Big time shout out to Pat McCarthy when he filled in on the radio. Like, did a freaking awesome job. I got to, it just worked out that I was listening to most of that game rather than watching. And it's just fun to hear Pat doing his thing. He's really good at it. And, uh, and you know, obviously a uh, one of our dudes here. So shout out to Pat McCarthy like a couple weeks ago whenever he did that game. Like, I just thought he crushed it. And I'm excited to see him get more shots. Oh, it's our guy, PMAC. PMAC, uh, good dude, good broadcaster. And uh, real quick on your, on your Sixers point, like the, like the comparison would be if the Sixers lost seven times a year on buzzer beaters. Yeah, like, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like it, it, it pretty much be that where it's just like, oh, they lost that buzzer beater again. Like, oh, they blew it. I mean, I know that Doc has been notorious for blowing like 20 plus point leads, but um, it's just like, it's every it's it's almost two times a week where you're like what what's the point of all of this where I don't feel that way as a Sixers fan now they do play every day yeah so and at I least the know. Sixers make the playoffs at least the Sixers yes. have winning seasons like I mean, again we've had we've had we won eighty two games last year it was like oh god our first winning season in a decade and that's one of uh, now eleven years that's one of many eleven year stretches in the histories of the Phillies franchise again they went like thirty whatever years with under five hundred records straight like it just doesn't compare I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, this team is probably the, it's probably the most disappointing team in my lifetime so far. I mean, just, Ooh, you're talking this specific year. Ooh, yeah, this wow, team. wow, that's a well, wow. I don't disagree. I'm not saying I disagree, but that six is six games a, under five hundred. I'm with you. They went over the tax. It's a bold statement, though. Two hundred and thirty plus million dollar payroll. Like Dream like, Team 2011 is one that pops to mind. It's probably I'll have a top it, five for it tomorrow on the real okay. radio. Yes, of course you will. All right, let's get to your top five. Uh, all right, top five must-haves for a great cookout, James. I hope everyone was able Thank to. Thank you for uh, not not doing something Phillies related. I really appreciate this. I think. We, well, that's funny we because all... number five number five is no Phillies. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Perfect mindset. We agree. <laughs> Even though I couldn't abide by my own rule last night, so I hope I hope people are having a nice time outside. It's it's a beautiful uh, couple days here. Uh, number four is is if your cookout doesn't have mac and cheese, like what's the point of even showing up? Like it, it, it's a must have. It it's hard to. It, I would say mac and cheese is probably the food that is the hardest to screw up. Like even bad mac and cheese is still pretty dang good. So hundred percent agree with everything you said. It just, it makes it. So if it doesn't have it, what's the point in being What's there? the point? I'm so with you. This is yeah. a great statement. Number three, and this is a key, and it frustrates me when I go to cookouts and and the the host will, will cheapen out on, on the good buns, you know? Like, I want a good roll. I want for a hot dog, for a, for a burger, you know, get me a good roll. Yeah, this is important bad, across the board. Like yeah, in any like situation, cheesesteaks, all that bun. stuff. It's everything. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, like the, I, uh, the 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 buns that like break apart very easily. Like they're just badly made white bread. Like out, I'm out. Give me a good bun and let me enjoy this hot dog slash burger. I, don't cheapen out on the buns. They're very very important. Fantastic. Totally agree. What's next? Number two must-haves for a great cookout. You got to have a great deck slash outdoor space. Like it's just, I was sitting outside on my uh, my uncle-in-law's. I guess, do you call it an uncle-in-law? I probably just get. I mean, it does, but I would probably just go uncle and just like you know, yeah, explain yeah. it if you need to. But 
I hope you don't need to. <laughs> just trying to be accurate here. That's yeah, what we do. I, I appreciate before. it, buddy. Yeah. It's good um, and it's just like, it, you're outside. You're kind of, you know, you're not like in the grass. I love, I love, I love a good outdoor space. I finally, we finally got one here uh, with the, the house that Jill and I bought. And because after like three years of, of just being in little apartments that didn't have any outdoor space, it's like having outdoor space is the key to happiness in life, in my opinion. I, it's a great, it's a great take, buddy. Great like take. being outside. Yeah. And the number one key to having a great cookout is make sure that you are stocked up on Miller Lite. What a great answer. Like, uh, yes, totally true. Uh, 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 really just well done there. Uh, speaking of Miller, like, again, uh, we'll have some more information out for our first of the Ring the Bell games that we're going to be doing the High Ups Night at the Ballpark June 11th. So that info will be coming soon. we got a lot more events uh, coming as well down the pike. So a lot of fun stuff with Miller Lite. It's Miller time. Uh, Miller Lite, way better than the Philadelphia Phillies. All right, Jack, here's my, my last thing that I will say here. Uh, do you have any final thoughts before I, I just say something really mean? <laughs> no, I'm kind of nervous to see what you're going to say. Here. You'll see. You'll see. It's not that. <laughs> here, honestly, here, what's mean is that here's what I keep thinking as I'm watching the Phillies games. And this is a constant thing for about the last week and a half or so. As I'm, Really the last week as I'm watching these Phillies games. I this is good. I feel really bad about this. So on the High Ups podcast, I'm saying this. I feel really bad. But I just can't wait for Eagle season to start, man. That's where I'm at. Like, Ugh. bring on the birds, baby. Oh, Let's gross. go football. Give it to oh. me. I'm ready for some Eagles football. I'm freaking psyched about this team. At least one team isn't letting me down in the city. That's where I'm at. How sad is that, Jack? Like, I'm almost like welling up a little bit as I say that because it's so sad that I had to say all yeah, that. But, but no, it's deserved. It- it's deserved. The Phillies deserve that. That's where I'm at. Well, uh, well, yeah, but for for me, you saying that just goes to show how much you like Elliot more than me. Um, <laughs> yes, take it you, it's always about you, isn't it? Like it's, <laughs> ne- it's never about others. Though. It's always directly about you. Yes. Well, no. Done. You know what I find so funny about the Eagles hype is it's first off, it's adorable. Um, but it's like we just went through this with the Sixers. Oh, they got Harden finals. The Phillies. Oh, they got casting off some Schwarber. They're making the playoffs. Sure, I guess the Eagles are going to be totally different this time around. Like, why? We've had no. two straight hype teams let us down. Why this are the is, Eagles so different? So this is a great point, but, Jack, and, and this is something I'm sure you'll agree with, when you got a winner like Jalen Hurts, a leader like Jalen Hurts, this kind of stuff won't happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, as long as he can hand the ball off and <laughs> not have to throw the ball, I All guess right. I guess things are going to be fine. All right, I'm going that's out. Def- that's definitely how you win in modern yeah. football is Go just birds, handing the right? ball Go off birds, when you have buddy. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Hey, Phillies, Phillies, could you make me care about you instead of looking at the football season, which is like five months away or whatever? All right. Well, uh, at least we'll have a new center fielder. Will we? Oh, yeah, bring us Mac, please. Just play, the question is: Will Joe Girardi play him, or will he bring that's him up? And a, that's yeah. a good question, Mark. I don't, I don't think. God, <laughs> we'll I hate see. Joe Girardi. I hate him so much. All right, uh, we'll be back later in the week. Um, obviously, we'll have more information coming out soon, so pay attention to our Twitter. We'll and the next pod for the June 11th game. We're going to go hang out, uh, have some fun, um, hanging out, not watching baseball because this baseball is not. Well, fun. I, we'll I here's we'll my prediction: when, by June 11th, the Phillies will be. Five games back in the NL East. <laughs> so they're going to win every game until June 11th. Basically, okay, good. They will not be double digits down to the Mets in the okay. NL East. That's my bold. My bold. My take. prediction is June 11th. I'm going to be looking up. When do training camp start? Do we have dates yet for for training camp practices? Or that's what I'm thinking. Down there. So good times, buddy.
Stop go Phils, Jack. Go Phils. I know. Go Miller Lite. I love Miller Lite. All right. Uh, I'm going to brunch, breakfast, whatever you want to call it. I'm done with this. But, uh, maybe the Phillies win a game today. Maybe they won't. They probably won't. Gabe's in town. So it should be good. It should be good, buddy. It's, it's fun times. He's for it himself. We'll see you later. <laughs>